Hello and welcome to the Global Venturing Review Podcast. My name is Jerry Hillis. I'm the editor of Global University Venturing, and I will also bring you the news from Global Corporate Venturing. And we are back after a two-week break for the summer, as always, starting with the big ones. And boy, do we have a big one for you. SoftBank confirmed on Friday morning that it secured a total of $108 billion, that is billion with a B, for its second vision fund, providing $38 billion of the cash itself. That is slightly less than the $50 billion rumoured earlier in the week, but still a significant increase on the $28 billion the telco giant put into the first fund. The second fund's LPs include Apple, Foxconn, Microsoft, Daiichi Life and a host of banks, the firm is also in talks with prospective other investors to boost the vehicle further. Public Investment Fund and Mubadala Investment Co., which put up $45 billion and $15 billion for the first Vision Fund respectively, could be among the new investors, reportedly committing similar amounts. It looks like Vision Fund's domination of the mid- to late-stage startup scene is only going to increase, if that's even possible. With all this talk about a second vision fund, it's easy enough to forget that the first one remains more than a billion short of that $100 billion target. Doesn't sound like much, but let's remind ourselves that we are talking about a billion US dollars here. That's still a lot of money for pretty much everyone in the world who isn't Masayoshi's son. Money coming back out for short-term accommodation platform developer Oyo, meanwhile, which has raised a total of about $1.6 billion from investors including SoftBank, Airbnb, Didi Fujing, Grab, Hero Enterprise and China Lodging Group. And two of its other investors, Sequoia Capital and Lightspeed Venture Partners, are now reportedly divesting about $1.5 billion of shares through a buyback scheme led by Oyo CEO Ritesh Agawa. The company could also shortly raise some $1.5 billion in primary funding from new and existing backers, according to reports, so essentially doubling its cash reserves. Now we have KE.com, a spin-off of online real estate portal Lianja that utilizes technologies such as virtual reality and 3D modeling, and has secured nearly $1.2 billion in a Series D round led by an $800 million commitment by Tencent. The round reportedly valued the company at about $9.5 billion and included $50 million from property developer Country Garden. Tencent is also a key investor in Lianjia itself and was reported last September to have been lined up for an imminent 10-figure round. So, pretty close there. And in an interesting crossover deal, Xvax Technology a US-based herpes vaccine developer based on research at Albert Einstein College of Medicine, received $56 million in a Series A round, featuring Johnson & Johnson Innovation JJDC, the corporate venturing vehicle for medical products group Johnson & Johnson. The round included Alexandria Venture Investments, the strategic investment arm of Life Sciences Real Estate Investment Trust Alexandria Real Estate Equities, in addition to immunobiological drug developer Serum Institute of India, Impact Investment Fund Adjuvant Capital and FFDSF6, a vehicle formed by venture capital firm Founders Fund. That's the big ones. Let's look at other deals, although saying that, this is still a pretty big deal. Microsoft is making its own big capital outlay, investing a billion dollars in artificial intelligence research organization OpenAI. Formed as an entity that would seek to steer AI research away from malevolent or even dystopian uses, towards more universally beneficial areas, 
OpenAI is run by a non-profit organization and had not revealed details of any prior financing. Microsoft will work with it on technology that could enhance the ability of its Azure platform to conduct large-scale AI work. Toyota has invested $600 million in Didi Shujing at a reported $62 billion valuation as part of a joint venture agreement that will involve the company's partnering to provide additional services to the latter's drivers. Didi Shujing isn't the only ride-hailing service to get funding from Toyota either. The carmaker invested a billion dollars in Grab just over a year ago and has committed some $500 million to Uber's autonomous driving technology spin-off. Hello Bike has entered discussions to raise $400 million in a round led by existing corporate investor and financial. The bicycle sharing service will reportedly be valued at about $5 billion, and the news comes three months after backers including WM Motor, Foxen and Bertelsmann Asia Investments exited the company. What the future holds for Hello Bike, as well as its sector in general, is still up in the air. Digital brokerage Robin Hood, meanwhile, has received $323 million in a Series E round that valued it at $7.6 billion. The round was led by DST Global, and it took the total raised by the company, which counts Alphabet and Rock Nation as investors, to more than $860 million. It comes in the wake of $363 million of Series D funding last year, that was secured at a $5.6 billion valuation. Vietnamese payment technology and services provider VNPay is reportedly in talks to raise $300 million at a billion dollar plus valuation, with SoftBank Vision Fund in line to provide up to $200 million. The other $100 million would potentially be supplied by Singaporean sovereign wealth fund GIC, and the deal would be the first to be conducted by Vision Fund in Vietnam a Southeast Asian market whose startup scene has not been quite as active as neighbours such as Indonesia or Malaysia. A bicycle and electric scooter rental service Lime raised $310 million in February. Now its key rival, Bird, is reportedly seeking up to $300 million of Series D funding itself at a $2.5 billion valuation. Bird, which is backed by Simon Property Group, collected $415 million in funding across three rounds in the first half of 2018, including a $300 million Series C in June. The new capital would fund expansion that will prioritise European markets. Gusto is proving there are still some big enterprise software exits to come. The human resources platform developer, having raised $200 million in a Fidelity-led round at a $3.8 billion valuation. Alphabet and Salesforce are among the company's existing backers, but neither returned for the Series D round, which boosted its overall funding to more than $475 million since 2011. With that, let's take a look at funds. Here we have financial services firm Industrial Bank and Insurance Group Ping'an's Real Estate Investment Unit, which have backed the inaugural healthcare-focused fund raised by China-based VC firm Shenzhen Capital. Shenzhen Hongtu Healthcare Private Equity Fund is aiming for a first close of about $116 million on its way to an overall $290 million figure. State-owned vehicle Shenzhen City Guidance Fund Investment, private equity firm Before Capital and fund manager Kanpeng Capital are also among the LPs. VR hardware and software developer Moin is putting together a $100 million fund that will back startups working on small-scale tech that would boost VR gaming. 
The Korean company is working on what is intended to be the first fully immersive VR ecosystem in the world. And on Gov, Live Sciences Incubator Pennsylvania Biotechnology Center of Bucks County is to establish a $50 million fund that will take equity in resident businesses, including those exposing academic research. Pennsylvania Biotechnology has not revealed whether it secured external investors for the vehicle, named Hatch Biofund. The fund will mainly target the incubators of residents, which typically specialize in liver diseases such as hepatitis B, as well as companies at Discovery Lab, a newly opened incubator targeting cell gene at regenerative medicines, which comes to the center among its backers. Apart from investing in existing companies, interestingly, the fund will also support the creation of new university spin-outs. When it came to exits, Livongo Health has had one of the year's more successful IPOs, securing more than $355 million and floating well above its range, while adding 2 million shares to the offering. The health management technology producers' investors include corporate venture units Merck GHI, M12, Humana, Zafra Investments and Echo Health Ventures, and its shares are currently more than 35% up from its IPO price. Although, as we are recording this on Friday afternoon, there's a decent chance it'll have risen more by the time this comes out on the Monday. Healthcare data analytics platform Health Catalyst operates in a broadly similar area to Livongo, and guess what? It's also had a bumper IPO. It too increased the number of shares in the offering and priced them above its range to raise $182 million. Its share price has actually passed the Livongos, despite it being priced lower, and it will prove quite a deal for its backers, Kaiser Permanente, UPMC, Multicare Health System, OSF Healthcare, Partners Healthcare, and Indiana University Health among them. On global university venturing, Duke Deck, a UK-based digital music production software developer spun out of University of Cambridge, has been acquired by TikTok, a video-based social media platform owned by internet technology producer ByteDance, for an undisclosed sum. Duke Deck had developed an online software platform that exploited AI to automatically compose original, royalty-free music based on certain parameters such as genre and tempo, set by the user. The app has reportedly been downloaded 800 million times, but is no longer available, with JukeDeck removing the website and replacing it with a brief message noting it was unable to reveal more at this point in time. It's fairly likely TikTok will integrate JukeDeck's ability to add music to videos into its own product. And finally, people. PTV International Ventures Americas, or PIVA, the US-based corporate venture capital subsidiary of Malaysia-headquartered petroleum supplier Petronas, has hired Bennett Cohen as partner. Cohen had previously been a principal at Shell Ventures, the strategic investment subsidiary of oil and gas provider Shell. He joined the unit in 2015 and his areas of investment included blockchain, advanced clean tech and mobility technology. Piva's $250 million fund targets early-stage, North America and Europe-based developers of artificial intelligence, machine learning, applied robotics, specialty chemicals, advanced materials and clean tech centered on the industrial and energy sectors. Ricardo Angel oversees Piva as chief executive and managing partner, having set up the unit in January this year on behalf of Petronas. Angel has been a managing director at GE Ventures, the corporate venturing arm of industrial technology conglomerate General Electric since 2013, before his departure earlier this year. 
And speaking of GE Ventures, there was one news item during our two-week break that I wanted to cover because the person is a dear friend of the global corporate venturing team. You will likely know by now that following an exodus of star from GE Ventures, whose portfolio General Electric is considering selling off, the unit's chief executive, Sue Siegel, has also made her departure official and will leave on Wednesday, that is July 31st. Siegel, also the chief innovation officer of General Electric, has been a real force in corporate venture and featured on our GCV power list every year since 2014. We have been lucky enough and privileged to have Sue chair our GCVI summit in the past and we'd like to take this opportunity to thank her once again for sharing her insights with us and her commitment to the CVC community in general. We look forward to seeing what challenge she will tackle next and wish her all the best. That is it for the news for this week. As always, do head on over to globalcorporateventuring.com and globaluniversityventuring.com to stay updated on the daily news and to read up on everything else that we just don't have time to cover in this podcast. If you feel so inclined, you enjoy this podcast, please do recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Leave us a review on iTunes, SoundCloud. Leave us those five stars. We quite like seeing those. Thank you very much. (laughs) That's it for this week. My name is still Thierry Hillis. I will be back with you next Monday. And with that, I will hand it over to Kalyan Andonov. Goodbye, and I wish you a productive week. Global Venturing Review was produced by In-Ear Production. You can find out more by going to inearproduction.com.